Welcome back to the CTB podcast. I am your host, DB. I'm your host, Ewan, aka the real PM. Show, show, show. And we're back once again. Back again. Back again. Back again. But this week's topic is change and whether we think we have changed. Uh-huh. Change is something that's always seen it as a bad thing a bad thing yeah, all the time yeah, yeah. like you change you change bro you like, change bro like <laughs> people always especially like rappers they love to say oh i will never switch up i will yeah, never change yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, if, if you cha- don't sh- sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry change is a good thing why yeah. why are you the same person for more, more than a year even yeah you shouldn't be the same you should be always change changing and formless i can't lie you should be fluid formless always changing always maturing always learning new things to get out for real when and when you are presented with new information you know it's all right to to change your opinion as well yeah because a lot of people it's a thing where they'll be stuck in a certain view and then they are presented with new information but they they would rather choose to be stubborn than change their views then change their views yeah and even when they when we do decide to change our views, people will say, "Oh, but you thought like this before." Yeah, but I can change. Yeah, it's always time to change. I feel like, especially um, at uni, I feel like everyone does go through a, a change. Different ones, though. Even when before I came to uni, I was hearing a lot of people saying, "Oh, people would say, oh, this person changed up at uni. This person did it. You want like this on ends?" Yeah, yeah. But that's like a, I feel like the whole on ends thing is like. There's a narrative um, on Twitter and in uni that certain men go to uni and they try out bad. I, to be fair, I've I've heard these stories firsthand of certain like certain olders have said to me like, "Raw, like you know this guy, he went to this uni, he tried to tell everyone he's he's involved in a certain beef, a certain something, and it's just like, yeah. <laughs> no, that that one there's nonsense. That one there, yeah. But if you actually go to uni and you don't change. What have you gone there for? Yeah, it's true. Because you're deeper. You're meeting people from, okay, from us. We're meeting, we're meeting people from like, from as close as inner city London, north of England, international students, yeah. different perspectives, different backgrounds. Like you're meeting more or less every type of person you can do. And for us in particular, within the black community, we're meeting East Africans, um, meeting people from different tribes to man like man's meeting Ghanaians that from completely different tribes to man do you know what I'm trying to say yeah don't even speak tree and whatnot mm. so it's even through meeting different people you should be changing your opinion should should be you should always be not questioning yourself but making sure that you're fluid in your opinions on what you should be open-minded yeah, yeah, yeah that is a very important thing in life yeah now I'm not saying be open-minded to nonsense because someone if someone asks you to try crack, you're not crackers, but don't do yeah. that. But you should definitely be open-minded to new ideas. Yeah. Because it will benefit you. Yeah. And op- also new opportunities as well. Yeah. Definitely. But how do you think you've changed 
as you progress through life? <laughs> How do I think I've changed? Oh, it's a difficult question. It's a difficult question. I feel like, yeah, actually, no, I have changed. I feel like for people that know me, like back in school, um, like year 10, year 11, I was highly opinionated. I think I said this on the pod. People probably say, oh, you're still opinionated now. But like, I was just so blunt and highly opinionated. And I would just say things how it, how they were so overtly, like, no second questions and guesses and it just got to the point where even if i was speaking sense i just had to learn people ain't trying to hear it like man was always coming on an aggie thing like with teachers with groups of like people and whatnot i had to i had to just learn to just be laissez-faire to get on to the say so you think it's be- it's better to be laissez-faire than to be opinionated <sighs> no not not I haven't changed in the sense that I'm not opinionated anymore, but before, like, man would try and force my opinion on everyone, like, well, it's like, why can't you guys understand it and see it from this perspective? Duh, 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 to get what I'm trying to say. But now... Now I'm much more like, if that's what you think, that's what you're thinking, if that works for you, that works for you, if that's your portion and whatnot. But that side of me is still in there, like, I still to this day, like, I find it hard, more to do with violations. I feel like the biggest problem I have at uni so far is like, what people, what I take as violations and my group of friends that like, I've been friends with for seven years plus, three, four years plus take as violations. People at uni don't take them as violations. So I often find myself in positions where it's like, why do you feel like this is acceptable to go on to the say like for me it's like i don't under i, I just can't fathom it sometimes like it's just, it bewilders me sometimes honestly so sometimes i just have to take my time and bake and remember certain people just don't understand we're all different at the end of the day certain things that i find as violations i know i've told people about it and they'll think I'm being dramatic. Some people have laughed about my vi- the violations I've taken. Like, if you know, you know, like, there's certain violations man took last year. The, the people know. The people laugh about it. I don't get onto people for laughing about it. Mm. That's an L that man would never forget, in it. But, like, I know if I was to explain it, a lot of people would be like, oh, you're being dramatic. But that's just a violation to me. But I just got to understand that not everyone sees it the way I see it. And likewise, they may see certain things as violations and I might not. So that's the thing that I've had to come to terms with. And I'm still coming to terms with it. Like, it still triggers me sometimes, but I just have to relax and, and keep it pushing. Yeah, true say, stressing yourself about how other people think will definitely kill you because yeah. we are all built differently. Yeah. Think differently. Yeah. Feel differently. So you yeah. shouldn't think of it as one whole homogenous thing because it's, it's never going to be homogenous yeah we're not a monolith we're not a monolith at all, at all. we're all entitled to different opinions different whatever's the answer they say for real for real for real it's a different whatever's but like i said it's a, like it's a hard one because everyone has morals or whatnot and you kind of base who your friends with in t- of um 
morals and where they stand on their moral compass and whatnot. Like, mm. I'm sure you wouldn't want to be friends with someone that robs old people, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So you have to stay true to your morals and what you think is a violation and whatnot. But at the same time, you just can't try to enforce. Always be the judge, jury, and executioner. Like sometimes you gotta let people do what they wanna do and work it. People learn from experience. Yeah, 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 that's the thing. People, I'm like that. I'm. I'll say I'm like that as well. Like I learn from experiences. Like certain people ain't trying to hear certain things. So the only the only thing they can really do is it's just uh no learn for themselves, isn't it? It's definitely good to learn from doing. Yeah, but. Don't forget to be smart and learn from what others have done as well. Yeah. Yeah, no. Nah, that, that, that will save you time. Most definitely. Most, most, I just, sorry, I just saw um, a BBC News um, post on Twitter saying, Boris Johnson urges people to go to the cinema following news. Cineworld is closing in UK sites. What movies are out? I think I don't know. There's a picture of James Bond. That's coming out next year, even. Is it coming out next year? Yeah. So I don't. Me, I'm confused. Did I want us to stay at home or not? I don't know because the last film I went to see was Tenet, and I'll be real. That film was the most confusing film I've ever seen in my life. Was there anyone in the cinema? There was two other people. Oh, okay. Plus the person I went with. Yeah. yeah. So there was four people in, in total in the cinema. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't, with this whole COVID, sorry for, to interject, but with this whole COVID thing, I don't know whether we're coming or going anymore. It's like, one they, day, don't, they don't know whether they're coming or going, yeah. so how can we know? Yeah. But, um, yeah, back on to the whole change thing and whatnot. Yeah, I feel like every day I want to change. Every day I want to learn new things. That's the type of person I am. I feel like I'm a sponge still. I want to elevate. I completely hear that. Yeah. I'm on that vibe as well. Because... When I'm not learning new things or when I'm not elevating and I feel useless, I'll be real. Yeah. Yeah. That's true still. As Mr. Haas said, are you stronger than you were yesterday? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's true still. But I don't know. It's, it's, it's a hard one because it's like, cool, I have my, like I said before, I see things in a certain way and I've grown up seeing them in a certain way and then to come to a, a place such as uni where people see things through different lenses. It's hard sometimes. I mean, that's, like, it's proper hard sometimes. Like it, it baffles me. It baffles me sometimes, but I always just have to keep remembering that just don't, people, certain people just don't understand certain things and they never will win it. And it's not their fault. And I think I said this before to someone and it sounded patronizing, but if you ever hear me say like you don't understand and it's not your fault, I'm actually not. It's not a, I'm not saying it in a patronizing way. I'm I'm being so honest and sincere. Like it's same, and you may say the same to me one day, but it's actually not people's fault. Mm. It's mm. not people's mm. fault. At the end of the day, in terms of change, for me, I would say I've changed definitely quite a bit. Yeah, in what sense? Well, my accent first of all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh. I would say, yeah, um, I was very much so an Irish shoot when I did come here. Yeah. Like, you, you could tell. Like, Ireland. I didn't subscribe to the UK culture yeah. at first. 
What's subscribing to the UK culture though, bro? Because it's quite a subjective phrase, I feel. Okay, to the London culture. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't someone who had subscribed to it. Yeah. When I had first moved. But I found yeah. myself, I'm there now. Uh, yeah. I've subscribed. Yeah. I'm there, 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 there. What else? I was a much more aggy person when I was younger. Yeah. Very quick to, to anger. Very quick to say something rash. Yeah. yeah. But I've calmed down. I've yeah. learned to control myself, to control my tongue. Uh I suggest you guys try and control your tongue too if you if you're not already in control of it because when you say something mad, you can't take that one back. I I hear that. But also, how do you feel like you change in terms of interacting with people? Like you said before, you used to be quite rash and blunt and whatnot. When I was younger, I was actually very sociable. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I would be out every single day, meeting new people all the time, yeah. always talking to new people. Right, 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 right. Yeah. I've definitely become a lot more antisocial. Yeah. Um, a bit more to myself. Yeah. A bit more of a recluse. Yeah, as the years go by, but I think that's mainly because of where I live. It might be because of me being more mature, but it probably because of where I live. Because where I lived in Ireland was a very active area. Yeah, like every day, the demandem are out doing something, whether it's yeah. going to the park, thinking girls, da da da. Any, there's something to do every single day in it. Yeah, whereas. When I moved to where I moved to in England, it wasn't it wasn't like that. Yeah. And I didn't really gel with the people that are too tough. Yeah. Same way I gelled with the people back home. Yeah. I wasn't feeling their vibe like that. Yeah. So I, I probably became more more of a recluse myself. I probably did that myself. Yeah. So, but yeah. Changed a bit. Yeah. I I think it's my social sort of I've become more social since being at uni. Yeah. But still, I'll go back to to doing up anti-social DV, you feel me? <laughs> no, I feel That's like right. I'm in the middle, innit? I feel like I'm fairly sociable. I don't feel like I'm mad sociable. Like, there's people there to, like, apart from a select few, like, I won't go out my way to socialise with people, like. Yeah, for real. It is what it is, isn't it? Like, <sighs> Yeah, that's another one. That that this what I'm saying. Come to uni is like when I see people doing things, I'm like, oh, how can you be doing that? But I have to understand not everyone thinks the way I do. Like when I see people just like with new friends all the time, I'm like, I don't understand. I don't get it. I just I don't. No, but get you have it. to make new friends when you first come. If you know what I'm if, saying, yeah, when you first come, yeah, cool. But it's like certain people just like making like friends with new people all the time like just forever like the cycle's never ending i'm like but with me it's different i feel like my my reasons for that is a bit different it's because like i had seven i'd there were six of us in a group in secondary school for like year seven to year 11 yeah you get what i'm trying to say like six like people used to call us the seven and then we're like one left or whatever whatever happened with that to call us like 
the six in it. We were known as that, as in people that are oh, inviting the six to this party, the seven. Duh, 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 duh. So it's like I feel like I've got a I want to say a pack mentality, but it's like cool. These are I've got a small circle mentality. Oh, I think I said this before. Yeah, you said oh seven. That's quite a lot. It is quite a lot. It's quite a lot, but I'm saying like literally seven. That's it. Like no other man of cutting through and coming through with us or rolling through like we'll come with everyone but it was like yeah it was just set in stone in it so what you're trying to say is that you're the type of person who finds your your pack and then you stay yeah, with them you yeah, stay with them yeah innit? yeah 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 I'm, I'm i'm that kind of guy in it and then i'm but with me i see i'm calm with everyone like man's polite like if i see people are oh, we saying duh, 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 but and you need to show me some kind of form of trust or something that I can be like, yeah, man's fucking with you on a daily. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah, I hear you. Man's been, man's even been snaked from that group. Do you get what I'm trying to say? It's not the, not everyone, sorry, but like people in that group. So it's like, it's 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 difficult for me to trust people, isn't it? Yeah, I hear you. So I feel like when I see people just friends with everyone, I, I find it hard to to comprehend. But again. Yeah. Like I said earlier, I'm learning that not everyone's growing up the way I've grown up. I think it's the way I think in it. So yeah, for me, I'm not used to six or seven. It's two or three. Yeah, two or three max. Yeah. So even coming to you, you need to have more than two or three close friends. Yeah. If it feels weird. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. But as I said, you live and you learn. You change. Yeah. Change up a little bit. Nah, most definitely still. Should we should we slide on to song of the week? Song of the week or tweet of the week? Um, could do. Do you know what it is with my my TL? It ain't been popping at all. Minus football, it ain't been popping at all. Minus football, I can't. My football like... has been interesting re- as of recent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been po- obviously there's transfers going on. Like even now, going into the TL, I just seen Everest breakdown. <laughs> I said, what did he say yesterday? I was so devastated. Devastated. <laughs> devastated. No, my team, if you don't know already, I'm a Man United supporter. <sighs> if you see, as I said before, if you see me doing drugs, if you see me smoking crack, because it's because of Man United, they actually, get, they, they might put me into depression, I'll be real. Because we spent 80 million on one defender and this defender is trash. Yeah. He's trash. We've been swindled by Leicester City FC. We, we, we were swindled. So, for that reason, yeah. I'm confused as to why we are trying to buy strikers. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. I think Cavani's having a medical as we speak now. Cavani, why do we need Cavani? We don't need Cavani. We, we don't need new upfront players. We need centre-backs. Our defence is pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a thing where you know you know what it is. You had the momentum after getting third, whatnot. You man just needed to invest. You know what I'm trying to say. Everyone was saying Man United looking dangerous for next yeah. season, and then we've come back, and we're just dropping points anyhow. You know, you needed to get a centre back. I think you're getting a new left back today, but you needed another centre back or two. You needed just to just to boost the squad a bit. You know what I'm trying to say. Give them an encouragement. No, deep it, like. Look at how we played the other day. <laughs> Maguire. He said he wrestled. He wrestled Luke I Shaw. Looked, I just looked at the video again. Man, just pulled Luke Shaw. He wrestled Luke Shaw away 
from the ball and allowed Dembele to score. Uh, do you know what it is? I can't lie. I, I'm only, I don't like chatting shit about Maguire because I was one of them saying, yeah, like, this guy can ball still. But like I said the other day to you, like, I feel like he is. I feel like he's a good. I'm not gonna say he's a bad centre back. Like, I don't think he's gone to Man United and all of a sudden he's a bad centre back. I feel like I'm a big believer in football. There's levels in it. Mm-hmm. Leicester City playing for Leicester City and playing for Man United. As good as Leicester were last season, and as good as the team that Leicester have been in recent history, there is levels in this football team, fam. There is levels, and like playing as the Leicester City centre back, where. All right, let's have decent possession of the ball, and it's you know it's it's an easier game. There's not as much pressure to win week in week out. The scrutiny's not as much to versus being Man United's centre back and Man United's captain is is two different things. And I feel like he's just getting caught out, Maguire, at the moment. I'll be real. I I'm gonna create a petition to remove him from my club because I'm tired. <laughs> there was a petition yesterday to to get the. Greece police to open up his case again. <laughs> that is funny. But yeah, apparently Edward Red, he's got security and whatnot. Good. Because, yeah, man, man, it's... Maybe not talk too much. <laughs> yeah, I don't really know the politics of Man United that much, but all I can say with Man United's part is like, they Man United just need to settle. They Since so Alex Ferguson has left, Man United have not settled on like a policy they're going to go with. When Moyes got the job, he was like, cool, we're going to give this brother time. He never got time. He never got the players he wanted. Then Van Gaal came. Cool, you got Martial, you got this one, da 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 Then he, got, he won the FA Cup, then he got sacked. Then cool, you get Mourinho, serial winner. So that kind of indicates... Mourinho's a three-year man. Every club he's been to, he's been a three-year job. So that indicates, like, cool, let's give this guy the money and then whatnot will come with it. Gave him money for two years. The last season, you weren't really trying to give him money. Didn't make sense. And now with Oli, it's like, all right, cool, we're going for the more long-term approach. So the only reason why when people say sack Oli, I'm like, Man United can't keep chopping and changing. You're not Chelsea, innit? You know what I'm trying to say? Mm. You're Man United. You, had a, you can't have a manager for 20 years and then now you're chopping and changing, chopping and changing. You need to settle. You need to relax. You need to have a policy and you need to follow it. That's what Liverpool did. You had, Mm, they were chopping and changing quite a lot, bro. No, I'm no, but I'm saying like when Jurgen Klopp came in, though. Yeah, but they knew he was patterned. We don't know. We don't know all his pattern. They knew. No, we knew Jurgen was patterned, but Jurgen hadn't won that many titles. No, but he, he, we knew he was patterned. You knew he was good. Yes, we don't know all his. He just, he just started in this thing, basically. That's but again, you shouldn't have given him the con. You shouldn't have given him a contract then. You should have. Hey, was I there? Well, I was not at the table no, giving I'm him a contract. You, I'm saying Man United should not give him a contract then. If, not pre- if you're not prepared to give Oli, someone of Oli's caliber considerable amount of time to build, to get the plays, to get experience himself as a manager, should have gone and got, I don't even know, one manager from Italy or something like, one European manager. I think we are probably, we were probably looking... Uh, the big managers thinking, who can we get? Yeah. No, everyone's got a job. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, all, all the all the good guys have got a job. They're in a job and they're usually happy within the job, for the most part. I just think Man United just need to be firm in this one. I just think they need to stick with Oli. It's pain. I, it's hashtag pain over here. I think they have to stick with Oli through it, 
for another year, another this season and probably the following. Oh, but if he finishes outside, outside the top four, he's, he's going to get sacked. I feel like that's just it's regressive still. I don't know who will sign after that, but I feel like if he finishes outside the top four, he'll get sacked. And if I mean, finishes outside the top four and doesn't win any other trophy, he'll get sacked. But my, my whole point is that cool. Man United have had, had the Mourinho, the one that's won it all. He didn't, he couldn't do anything. And you've had, like, to get on to this, you keep chopping and changing. It's going to come a point where you need to be like, no, this is what we want. Tunnel vision. And you kind of just brave the cold winter, isn't it? That's what I think still. It's hard. Mainly because... Throughout my lifetime, I've been used to winning as a Man United fan. Yeah. So to go seven years, yeah, I teach you that. seven of, years of pain. Yeah. It's none of us are used to it. Maybe the older, older, older generation who knew Man United as a a decent team. Yeah. But I've known Man United as the best team. Yeah. We're no longer the best team, as I said. I've said before, Old Trafford used to be a fortress. It's now a playground. Yeah. Why are Tottenham coming to our stadium and slapping us six one? Did you say that happened to you on the Fergie when City beat you 6 1? That's different. That's very different. different? Because Old Trafford was still a fortress. Fair. You can't, niggas will come there and be scared. Yeah, it's true. There's no, there's no sort of fear factor to Old Trafford anymore. Yeah, there's no fear to Man United anymore. Like, but this went, I feel like this went years ago, though. This is not a recent thing. This went. I no, feel it, like it went as soon as Fergie, Fergie left. left it went. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It went as, United, as, as soon as Fergie left. Like, before it was like, Ross, oh, Tunnel, you're looking at Rio Ferdinand, Cristiano. But do you think there's there's fear for any of the top six teams anymore? Because for Aston Villa to go and slap Liverpool seven two, they they played uh, they played fearlessly. Um, no respect. This is, I don't know about that one because obviously Liverpool they got ninety nine points last year. They only lost one game, and they ain't lost at Anfield in like flipping three years now, something like that. Yeah. So I feel like there is a bit of fear. I feel like the not having fans thing may be playing a part in terms of like the whole home advantage, home disadvantage, away disadvantage, all of that nonsense. But I just feel like this season, because of the way the schedule and how it worked out and the way a lot of top clubs didn't get a pre-season, I think the smaller clubs are just a bit fitter and sharper at the moment. That's all I think it is. I don't think it's anything crazy. I just think they're a bit sharper and fitter at the moment and they've just caught a few teams cold. Someone just said someone just said we signed Traore for 30 mil. Plus add ons. Who Traore? Just says Traore, bro. Dembele I don't know which one there's, there's not Traore's in his Dembele life. Traore. There's not Traore's in <laughs> Traore's his life. Traore's Dembele is there still. <laughs> uh, I don't think it's Adama. Let me see. But me, uh, my team's Ahmad. I'm Ahmed. Yeah. Atlanta. He plays for Atalanta. I've never, I've never heard of Dookie. I can't lie. We move though. We move. <laughs> I've never heard of my man still. Yeah. Oh yeah. Let, let me find a tweet to break down. Let me let me find one. Bro, this year's it, this year. It's almost over, bro. Yeah, it's going quick still. We thank God. That's, uh... hmm. Not been the best. But made the best out of a bad situation, innit? I mean, we began CTV. Yeah. What is what is there? 
don't know. Like I said, my TL is just very quiet still. <laughs> Same. The only interesting tap, the only interesting thing to happen on mine as of recently is a lot of the NTA away nonsense. But like, uh, yeah, I'm not even trying to that. speak about that. I'm not trying to speak about that. Still, so it's not. It's not excuse me, still. Yeah, it's not really my forte. At all, at all, at all, at all, at all. <sighs> yes, I don't know. The TL's just been. I don't know. I want to say it's been quiet, but it's just. I haven't been on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't been on it and participating or anything. Like since man's moved into into our yard, like there's been times man leaves. I just leave my phone in my room and we've just been in the living room talking for hours. Yeah. So my screen time's gone down. It's yeah. gone down heavily. Someone said most people. Self sab most people self sabotage their romantic relationships because they're afraid of change, afraid of intimacy and love. I think that's nonsense. You feel it's nonsense. I think, I think most people sabotage their um, was it relationships? Yeah, yeah, I think most people sabotage their relationships because they feel like, like we said, if they feel like um, they can do better or whatnot. Do you do you also think it might be because a lot of people are lying to themselves? What do you mean? Remember what we oh, were talking about yeah, earlier? Yeah, a lot of men are lying to themselves and lying to their girls or girls are lying to them their boyfriends about how they're actually ready for commitment and then things there. Yeah. When really and truly they want to be in the streets. Yeah, I feel like a lot of men just wanna keep a girl there, vice versa. Instead of just being honest with them and saying, I want to be out here. I do feel as though there's so there's such a negative view on being out here. Yeah. Like people view it as immature yeah. and whatnot. That people enter a full sense of maturity and say that they they are ready to settle. Yeah, people would like to portray a full sense of maturity and make it seem as though they're ready to settle down when really and truly they're not under they want to be in the streets they want to be out here and vice versa same with women as well yeah because yeah. you just end up hurting the other half that's the thing yeah and i hurt another half now now you've hurt someone now they're doing a rod wave in a shower hello <laughs> but definitely definitely you've made some artists you made, you made some 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 little artists don't, yeah. don't get twisted Song of the week, then. Yeah, song of the week. Now, my song for this week. Let's have a look. What have I been listening to? I've actually circled back and started listening to PTSD once again. Yeah, obviously the new thing's dropping this Friday, I think. Really? Yeah. Well, actually, is it? Oh no, maybe it's Hedy's one that's dropping this Friday. That is quite brazy. It is quite brazy. Ah, uh, do you know what? I'm gonna give some accolades to Rams. Break some talks. Yeah, I didn't expect it. The flow was disgusting on this. Bro, flow was crazy. Nickel dots on the beat. 
that one still you went brazy still um my song of the week i feel like i'm i may mention it when it when the project drops however like i've been singing this one around the house for like time now i think this song is brazy i can't lie uh money ain't a thing by nines and worry words i can't lie so hard i know you know it's just that's what he does but just the whole concept of, of the song like man saying money ain't a thing like man's got that much money like it's not even a thing anymore like too much but yeah the whole project was frosty um decent replay value as well yeah with albums you can enjoy it in a moment but yeah. we enjoy it in six months yeah, yeah, yeah this one this nine's album i feel like I don't know if it's his best, but I definitely feel like he's one of the ones with the most replay value. Yeah, yeah. A lot of commercial songs and whatnot. But yeah, thank you for listening once again. Yeah. I've been your host, DB. I've been your host, Ewan. Enjoy your week, innit? Yeah, stay blessed. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at each underscore CTV podcast and then on Twitter at CTV podcast underscore. Yeah. Stay blessed, everyone.